And just because I'm going through a trial doesn't mean I failed in some way or missed God's direction for my life or that I should shrink back from my destiny. Yes, we are definitely living in uncertain times, unprecedented political, social, moral, educational, environmental, and spiritual change is characterizing our world today. But the one thing that is certain and unchanging is Jesus Christ. Don't be anxious about the shifting landscape of this world. Set your mind on things above and trust the one who holds the whole world in his hands. Know today that your challenges won't change your destiny. God is working and moving on our behalf.
When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph. My God will never fail. Oh, sing that out. My God will never fail. I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the Take what 
right now, God. We're worshiping you, Lord, that you would be in that place. Thank you. I'm caught up in your presence. Oh, I just want to sit here at your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. Never wanna leave. Oh, I'm not here for blessings. Oh, Jesus, you don't know me anything more than anything that you can do. I just want. sing another song but take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you and I'm sorry when I've come with my agenda I'm sorry when I forgot that you're enough Oh, take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm caught up in your presence Oh, I just want to sit here at your feet
Jesus, nothing else will satisfy, nothing else will fulfill like He does. That's why we take this time to worship Him before we go into the Word because we know that our true connection that sustains us is the connection that we have with God through Jesus Christ. And so I want to welcome you again to this live stream service, CWC Life, family and friends and guests. Just want you to know that we are so appreciative of you taking the time today to tune in and to allow us into your homes. I appreciate it. I want to also say, CWC Life family, we miss you. I miss not having you here in God's house as well as at our Cutler campus. I miss not being able to reach out and shake your hand, give you a hug, and just let you know how appreciative I am for you being in his house. But for now, this is our way of connecting through live stream. And I just want to, again, thank you for tuning in. 
Our praise and worship team will be back at the end of my message. And they're going to, again, make that mighty declaration that we are going to see a victory. And we're assured of that because our God, He is the King of glory. Lord, strong and mighty, and mighty or champion in battle. I want to encourage you today by sharing with you another message on hope. I want to talk to you about that same four-letter word that I shared about last Sunday. Hope. Because hope is the one thing we all need. Doesn't matter what our life status is, we all need hope. You know the difference between give up itis and getting up? It's hope. You will discover that people that give up give up because they've lost hope but as long as you have hope you can get up again you can arise regardless of what has knocked you down a man approached a little league baseball game one afternoon he asked a boy in the dugout what the score was the boy responded 18 to nothing and we're behind boy said the spectator I'll bet you're discouraged discouraged why should I be discouraged replied the little boy we haven't even got to bat yet (laughs) you see that little boy had hope he had the hope that once we get up to bat there's going to be a difference the score is going to turn in our favor and let me say to you today That even though it seems like coronavirus is ahead right now in our nation, God hasn't come to bat yet. Oh, but when He comes to bat, there is a turnaround happening. And I believe that it's already occurring. I believe that it's already transpiring. Hope is faith in the unchanging promise that miracles prevail. When the darkness tries to win out with cries of despair. Hope is a gift from God that helps us yearn and live a life that believes and moves with the pledge of a better tomorrow. And what's more, hope springs forth resurrection life and draws us near to the love of Christ who is the light of God who walked out from the grave to make the way for everlasting life why do i mention jesus resurrection because it is a pivotal moment in history that emphatically declared that there is nothing that can keep the god man down and the good news is that jesus is alive and well and through him we have a living hope today Last week, I spoke to you about the rope of hope. Today, I want to speak to you about the string of hope. When I told the Thursday guys what I was sharing this week, they said that my next week's sermon would be the thread of hope. But here's why I want to speak about the string of hope. As you can see on the screens to my left and right, We have a picture there, and I'll explain. 
The story is told of a discouraged man in London who was on his way to drown himself. At that moment, life did not seem worth living. On his way along the street, he stopped and looked at a picture in a shop window. It was G.F. Watts' famous painting entitled Hope. That's the picture on the screen. It's a picture of a poor woman against the world. Her eyes are bandaged so that she cannot see ahead. In her hands is a harp, but all the strings are broken except one. Those broken strings represent her shattered expectations, her bitter disappointments. That one last unbroken string is the string of hope. She strikes that string and a glorious melody floats out over the world. It fills her dark skies with stars. The artist painted a great truth. And here it is. Even when all else is gone, you still have hope. Even when all else is gone, you still have hope. The bewildered man that had observed the picture, as he stood looking, said to himself, Well, I have one string. I have a boy at home. So he turned and he went back to his boy. This man who was on his way to take his life, to drown himself, after viewing that picture, that portrait, he was inspired to believe again, to hope again, and to realize that he still had a string of hope. I want to ask you, what is your string? What is your string? There is an Old Testament book that reveals what the one string is for the believer. It's written by a prophet who describes experiencing being stripped down to nothing and yet still having something to celebrate. Having the one string. Look with me at what this prophet named Habakkuk wrote. Some have called him Habakkuk or Habakkukie. But really the right pronunciation is Habakkuk. And in the third chapter of the book that he penned, he writes this in verses 17 through 19. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. Even though the fig trees have no blossoms and there are no grapes on the vines, even though the olive crop fails and the fields lie empty and barren, even though the flocks die in the fields and the cattle barns are empty, yet... I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord is my strength. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, able to tread upon the, heart, the heights. And I love what is said within parentheses. It says, for the choir director, this prayer is to be accompanied by stringed instruments. Think about that. He had one string to keep playing. 
in the midst of experiencing loss. And what we discover through Him is the string for those that look to God is hope. Listen, when we feel that life has little left, let us take stock. We will always find that we have something left. We always have God left. That was the way Habakkuk felt. There may be no figs, no grapes, no olives, barrenness, no flocks, no cattle, no toilet paper on the store shelves, no hand sanitizer, no disinfectant wipes. What does Habakkuk say? Habakkuk say, he says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. Yet I will joy in God. How can he say that? What makes him have that kind of outlook? Or uh, how, how can he say that in the midst of such a dire outlook? Because he exercises the uplook. He exercises the uplook. Look again with me at verses 18 and 19. He says, yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will be joyful in the God of my salvation. Then he says, the sovereign Lord is my strength. Notice, he calls God by the names that God has. Lord. He says, God of my salvation. The sovereign Lord. I want you to get a hold of it. The first Lord. It's the Hebrew Yahweh or Jehovah. And interestingly, it means the self-existing one. Meaning that God exists all by Himself. He doesn't need intake like you and I to keep on living. Because He is life itself. He is eternal life. He's a self-existing one. But Yahweh, Jehovah, also means the becoming one. Years ago, I read a, a, an, a commentary written by a preacher by the name of G. Campbell Morgan. And it was his analyzed Bible or his a commentary on the books of the Bible. And when it came to the name Lord or Jehovah, he pointed out that Yahweh or Jehovah at the root of it has the significance of He who through His grace becomes what His people need. He who through His grace becomes what His people need. He went on to point out that there is a secondary meaning associated with that name Yahweh. He who will make things happen. This is why Habakkuk was joyful because he knew who his God was. He who through his grace can become what we need when we need it. This is why you have in the Old Testament what is called the compound names of God. You've heard them if you've been in church for a while. Jehovah Jireh in Genesis 22, which means the Lord will provide. Jehovah Rapha in Exodus 15, which means the Lord our healer. Exodus 17 speaks of Jehovah Nisi, the Lord our banner, our banner of 
victory. In Leviticus, we find Jehovah Makedus, or the Lord who sanctifies us, who sets us apart. The Lord who separates us from sin and evil, and then sets us apart for His sacred use. Then you have in Judges 6, Jehovah Shalom, the Lord who is our peace. And on and on it goes. In the famous 23rd Psalm, the psalmist begins by speaking of Jehovah Rohi, or the Lord is my shepherd, the one who supplies what I need. Therefore, I have everything I need. I want you to understand today that the God of heaven, He is the one that through His grace can become what we need when we need it. There is no need you have right now that God is not able to supply. This is why in the midst of the coronavirus, I am not sad. I am not despondent. I am not depressed. But I am looking up and I am reminded that regardless of what's going on in my world, He's got the whole world in His hand and He's got me in His hand and there is nothing that can snatch me out of His care and concern. I want you to understand today that you and I have reason to rejoice because He, through His grace, can become what we need. And then He says that He is... Elohim. He's the strong one. He's the God who is majestic. And then he's Adonai. When he says, Sovereign Lord, the Sovereign Lord is my strength. He uses two names, Adonai, Jehovah. Adonai means the absolute ruler, the ruler who rules over all and everything. No wonder when he thinks about God, He says, in spite of what I've lost, yet I will rejoice. In Hebrew, it's awlaz, which means to jump for joy. He says, yet I will rejoice in Jehovah and Yahweh. He that through his grace becomes what his people need. I will jump for joy. And then he says, I will be joyful. He says, I will be joyful, which means in Gil, in Hebrew, to spin round. Now, I have two dogs. I have one who is named Blondie. She's our female pit. And I have another one, Tiberius. She's our black pit bull, black and white. The interesting thing about Tiberius is that dog loves to spin. And you know when he spins, when he knows that either I'm about to feed them or I'm about to give them a treat. What makes Tiberius spin? It's a expectation. I'm about to get something good. And that's what Habakkuk was spinning about. He was saying, I've lost everything around me. No grapes, no figs, no flocks, no cattle. But something on the inside of him said as he looked up to God, I can still expect, however, that I'm going to see the salvation of the Lord. And I want to say that to you. You can jump for joy even in a time like this. You can spin today even in a time like this with expectancy. Because our expectation comes from God who is faithful and true. Now how is this possible in the face 
of a dire outlook because of knowing this truth. When God is all you've got, God is all you need. When God is all you've got, God is all you need. That's what Habakkuk was trying to communicate, is that if you've got God, regardless of what you've lost, you can begin again. You can expect again. You can know that God will become what you need Him to be again in your life when you need it. When it seems like everything is going south, go north. When it appears that things are going down, look up. Look up. We have a living hope. We have the string of hope in God. When 18-year-old Heidi was thrown from a car and suffered a head injury, it was a real miracle. And she recovered and was soon in rehab at Christus Santa Rosa. She was learning to walk again through rehab and therapy. And a young 16-year-old girl named Ashley was brought to Christus for rehab. She had suffered a similar injury in an accident. And she wasn't walking or talking. When Heidi heard about Ashley, she asked her mother to wheel her into Ashley's room. At her bedside, she stood up with every ounce of her own strength and then said to Ashley, When I came here, I wasn't talking or walking either. Ashley's parents looking on and Ashley had been given hope. Heidi planted a seed of hope into their lives. Before long, Heidi and Ashley were making laps around the hallway together. What Heidi did for Ashley, Habakkuk does for me. He plants a seed of hope in me. He gives me the string of hope. What gives us hope is when we have the yet moment. Let me say that again. What gives us hope is when we have the yet moment. Did you catch it in what was penned by Habakkuk? He said, yet I will rejoice. Yet, that word yet means in spite of, still, notwithstanding. I want you to begin to make that declaration that no matter what comes against you in recognizing through the uplook, regardless of what I've lost, regardless of what has come against me, I still have God. And yet... I will rejoice, notwithstanding, in spite of, nevertheless, I will rejoice in the Lord. And what Heidi did for Ashley, Bishop Steve Perea did for me in 1996. You see, 1996 is forever imprinted in my mind. It was a year in which I got to the border of being 
clinically depressed. I was on the edge of clinical depression. I was experiencing in my life fear, anxiety, and depression at a level I had never known. I was burning out. And I was on the edge of becoming a casualty. But I remember during that season, Bishop Steve Perea would keep planting a seed of hope in me. Because he had experienced something similar in his journey prior to my experiencing it. And he had seen God see him through. And he would call me daily, weekly, and say, how you doing? What's going on? And I would tell him, and he would say, you know what? I know it seems bad right now, but I want you to know it gets better. And he would share with me insights and strategies of how to deal with what I was going through. And it would give me hope for another day. And now, in this year of 2020, I look back to 1996, and I'm reminded that in spite of what I'm facing now, I'm not anxious, I'm not worried, I'm not discouraged, I'm not depressed. Why? Because in that year, I came to realize how powerful hope in God is. That when you have hope in God, He will sustain you. He will strengthen you. He will shield you. He will help you when you feel helpless. He will be there to undergird you. Underneath, the Bible says, are His everlasting arms. When you hit rock bottom, His arms are still under you. And He'll sustain you. And today, that's what I feel my mission is for you is to plant in you the seed of hope and to get you to recognize that you have the string of hope today it is the God of salvation hope is a strange thing it will give you confidence in the bleakest of times but hope is not any good unless you have your hope In someone that will not let you down. God is that someone. There are a lot of things that we hope for. And a lot of things that we wish for. The hope I'm talking about is the hope that we have as believers. This hope has its foundation in what Jesus did for us on the cross and what He will do when He takes us out of this world. When you have this kind of hope, you can face anything. I want to ask you, as I prepare to bring this message to an end, I want to ask you today, ever felt like your life was the most unlucky of all? No matter what, the human spirit can be an amazing thing. I came across a story that was shared by a minister named Dave Kinney in a message that he preached called The Parasites of Discouragement. 
he shared the following. Take for example, the case of Larry Hanratty, who was named by the Los Angeles Times in 2007, the most unlucky man in California. This poor man was nearly executed to death in a construction site accident. For weeks, he was in a coma with his lawyers fighting for his liability claim until one of his lawyers was disbarred. Two of them died suddenly and his last lawyer ran off with his wife. Then after his recovery in June, he was in a terrible car accident. And before the police arrived on the scene, he was robbed of $55. On July 4th, his insurance company tried to stop his workers' comp claim. He came from within two days of being evicted from his home. By the end of July of 2007, he was suffering from lupus and the start of a lung condition that required him to carry a canister of oxygen with him. He was taking 42 pills a day for his heart condition and his liver ailments. Finally, the city council came to his aid and then his friends rallied around him. After all that had happened to Larry that year, he said to the mayor of Whittier, there's always hope. Remember Larry who was named L.A. Times most unlucky man in 2007? Well, let me finish telling you about him. Even though he was stricken in one year with very bad circumstances, that never stopped him from doing what he did best. You see, he was a deacon in his church and was constantly helping others in their time of need. Everywhere he went in his town, he was known as Hope because he always told everyone, there's always hope. He died on December 25th of 2007 at 4.05 p.m. from liver complications. At his funeral, there wasn't room enough for all who wanted to pay respect for his life. He was more productive in the last year of his life, which was his most difficult. In 2007, it was estimated by his church, First Baptist Church of Whittier, that he, visit, he visited over a hundred needy families, gave more hope to those shut in, and touched more lives with AIDS in the local hospice, where he volunteered every single week. On his tombstone it reads, There's always hope. For all of those of you who are watching today, I want to let you know, there's always hope. Why? Because hope is not something. It is someone. It is the someone who has promised over and over again, never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. Never will I abandon you. God is my string of hope. I've discovered that when God is all I've got, God is all I need. No wonder the psalmist told himself in Psalm 42, 11, in the New Living Translation, Why am I discouraged? Why is my heart so sad? 
I will put my hope in God. I will praise Him again, my Savior and my God. Look how it reads in the Passion Translation. So I say to my soul, don't be discouraged, don't be disturbed, for I know my God will break through for me. Then I'll have plenty of reasons to praise Him all over again. Yes, living before His face is my saving grace. Listen to me, my friend. Listen to me, CWC Life family. This is why I'm saying to friends and pastors and leaders, our best services are on the other side of this crisis. Why? Because we're going to come back to God's house and we're going to be able to praise Him. Because truly, we are knowing and discovering He is the God of our breakthrough. He is the God of our hope. And when we place our hope in Him, it is not without warrant. He will validate the truth that He keeps His promises. The God of hope is our expectation and His expectations are fulfilled in our lives because He is able to do what He has promised us He will do. Habakkuk. He went from complaining in the first chapter of his book, verses 1 through 4, to confidence in the third chapter that we looked at, verses 17 through 19. He went from doubt to a shout. He went from despair to a dance. He went from sorrow to a song. And you can experience the same transformation Regardless of what hits you when you first heard of this coronavirus, child of God, you need not stay afraid. You can be full today of faith and hope and confidence because God, through His grace, will become what we need when we need it. Because He is the string of hope. He is the God of hope. I want to ask you again. Do you have the string of hope? There's some of you that have been invited by family members and friends to watch this live stream service. And truth be told, you have yet to have a relationship with God through His Son, Jesus Christ. You say, but I know about God. There's a difference between knowing about Him and knowing Him. And we come to know Him through Jesus Christ who said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through me. I want to invite you, if you have not received Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, to do that today. You say, how do I do that? First of all, admit that you're a sinner. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, of the standards of God. I've done it. You've done it. We've all sinned. And then secondly, believe that Jesus is a Savior, because He is. When He was born, it was said of Him, for He will forgive His people of their sins. He's the remedy for our sin problem. If you'll acknowledge Him and confess it today, you will be saved. The Bible says whoever will call on the name of the Lord will be saved, and then you'll have the string of hope. You'll have an expectation that will not be unwarranted, but that will be fulfilled through God Almighty. If you want that, I want you to pray with me. Just say with me right now. 
you want to accept Jesus as your Savior and Lord, just say with me, Jesus, I'm a sinner. And I ask you to forgive me. I receive you as my Savior and my Lord. And I thank you that you made the way so that I could be made right with God. Thank you that through your sacrifice, forgiveness is mine today through faith. I receive it right now through you. And thank you now that I have the string of hope. Thank you that by your Spirit, you've come to live in me, the living hope. In your name, Jesus, I pray. Amen. For those of you that are followers of Jesus Christ, just want to encourage you. Keep exercising the uplook. Because when you look up, you discover that there's always hope. At this time, Eddie's going to come and share with us both announcements and how to continue to give. Because through us, as I've been mentioning, God provides provision for the vision that he's given CWC Life of Cutler Dinuba to fulfill. And before he comes, let me just say again, thank you so much. All of you that have tuned in today, I want to say I'm appreciative of that. Family, CWC Life family, I miss you. But we will, we will be back together again. God bless you. Awesome. Thank you so much for that empowering word, Pastor. I hope it spoke to you just as much as it spoke to me this morning. And I also want to share that just because we are living in uncertain times doesn't mean we have to be uncertain people. And we need to continue blessing the house of the Lord. I want to encourage you, even in your finances, to continue being a faithful giver. Our God will continue to provide. And for those of you that are giving this morning, we encourage you to go to cwccv.church. And once you get to our homepage, you will scroll to the giving tab. And once you're at the giving tab, you will scroll down where it says click here. And that will take you directly to our Tidely app. And so I just want to, again, encourage you to continue to sow into the house of the Lord with your tithes and offering. For our announcements, we want you to stay connected, not only on Sundays and Wednesdays, but throughout the week. And ways in doing so include the YouTube channel that we have, which is CWC Dinuba. And then we also have our Facebook page, which is Christian Worship Center Cutler Dinuba. And there you will receive words of encouragement, updates, worship sessions throughout the week as using these mediums to connect with you on the daily. And so we just encourage you to stay connected, to stay committed, and that to stay encouraged throughout these times. And I just want to also share with you, um, we will also be going live stream on Wednesday, Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. And we hope that you can join join us then as well. Well, we're going to get ready to 
sing and praise our way out. And I just wanted, as I've been listening to the message this morning, it just pumped me up and just talking about the hope that we have in Jesus, the string of hope, and we place our hope in him. And I'm just encouraged. And, and so right now, as PW, we're getting ready to sing a, a, word, a praise song to sing us out this morning. But I want you right now to participate. I want you, I, I mean, you may be comfortable on your couch or wherever you're watching from, but I'm going to encourage you to stand up right now. I'm going to encourage you to lift up your hands and, and will you just worship the Lord right now? Um, will you do a dance? And as we heard in the message, would you, would you just spin around in your living room and get a little bit crazy? Because we want to just put into action what we heard about in this message this morning. As we sing this song, See a Victory, we're just going to worship the Lord and we're just going to proclaim who He is right now. Right now, we're going to worship him. The weapon may be formed, but it won't prosper. When the darkness falls, it won't prevail. Cause the God I serve knows only how to triumph My God will never fail Oh my God will never fail I'm gonna see a victory I'm gonna see a victory For the battle belongs to you
all that you got. Come on. He's turning things around. He's turning things around. Come on. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil and you turn it for you're doing. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you, Lord, that dry bones, Lord, are rising up, oh God. 
And Lord, we praise you because we are your army and we're going forth in your mighty name. Lord, we thank you. We praise you and it's so good to see you. We're so good to be with you today. And we bless you and we love you. And until next time, we'll see you again. Have a great day.